name is Rastko Petaković and welcome to yet another episode of K-Talks. In this episode, I'm speaking with Mark Veseling. Mark is a founding partner at Venture Rock, a venture capital fund that is attempting to make a paradigm shift in VC funding. Before we jump into our conversation, a few podcast notes. Firstly, this episode is recorded in English and for obvious reasons. Going forward, we will be recording episodes in the language most appropriate for the audience and the guest. Some of the previous episodes that have been very well received, we will probably record again in English with hope and intent of reaching a wider audience. Secondly, we are still recording all sessions remotely, observing the guidance by medical experts on social distancing and safe work. We are doing our best to improve audio quality whenever possible, but this goal is sometimes challenging and we hope the quality still reflects our audience's expectations. Finally, we have launched a mini-site at karanovicpartners.com slash ktalks, adding new functionalities and making it more aesthetically pleasing. If you like listening to podcasts using your web browser, the changes should improve your listening experience. For everyone else using podcast apps, everything stays the same. You may still enjoy your favorite episodes or subscribe at any time uh, using any of the major platforms. Okay, as I said at the beginning, I'm speaking with Mark Veseling. Mark is a founding partner at Venture Rock, but before sailing into the VC environment, Mark has been a serial entrepreneur trying to bring about positive change into the ecosystem. Mark, first of all, thank you so much for agreeing to do this. You're welcome. Mark, in preparation for this, I was going through some of the materials of Venture Rock that you were kind to share. I was going through uh, some recent press releases and news around what is happening right now in the startup world, in the venture capital world. And then on Friday, I thought that I should maybe give uh, a chance to a wider audience to ask questions to you. And actually, uh, many of them, many of the questions that we got actually converged around how nice and fun and exciting it must be to be a partner at uh, a venture capital fund. Uh, so we will definitely go through how exciting it must be to work in a VC environment. And before we, we get there, maybe you should start by explaining how you got there and what has led you, what life paths have actually led you uh, into where you are right now uh, being uh, a partner at one of the, one of the VC funds. So I, I've, I've been an entrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur, as they call it. Uh, I always call somebody a serial entrepreneur if they have uh, two companies uh, founded. Uh, and and, I, and, and I, in my case, I founded 12 companies and failed four times. So uh, I, can sell, I can mention myself with proud, uh, a serial entrepreneur. Um, 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 and I saw... I think in the middle, I think after my fifth or sixth uh, startup, I, I saw it's a process. And, 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 and also th thanks to, to a whole process that I went through from the startup, which were first about the urge on failing, um, uh, but then we sort of pivoted into a successful company. And, and, and that might mean like, okay, how can I help other entrepreneurs 
who are not as experienced as I, uh, um, going through this set of, 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 of experiences. So I kept on thinking about how can I create a car wash? I always call it a car wash, sorry. But it's a startup wash or whatever, but you know what I mean. And, 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 and that later became the startup bootcamp. And startup bootcamp uh, was some sort of a start in 2011, 2012. I joined when we only had one program or two, three programs. And uh, during the 2012 and 2018, we've set up more than 74 programs worldwide. Uh, and, and that gave me also more data to improve that car wash. And, 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 and then I thought like, okay, this works. Uh, but now I also need to add a larger uh, uh, investment. So not only from the start, but also the ability to, to do follow-on investment. So that's why, where I started 2018 with Venture Rock. Well, good. Um, again, as I was, as I was uh, trying to learn more about your, your fund and the company and the way in which you decide how to invest and how to, uh, how to select and, and how to kind of allow those companies to progress, I saw some specifics that I don't normally see uh, uh, around the, the, the VC investments portfolio. And in it, it, I'm not a normal person. Yes, yes. It's well, that, that, uh, that, that helps. Well, that, 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 this is very exciting because uh, for most people, for those who are, um, who are outside of the startup communities and outside the digital world, and, and even for those that are within it, especially in countries such as maybe Serbia, Croatia, Slovenia, Bosnia, the idea, the notion of uh, someone starting their own company based on their, their brilliant idea uh, is somehow inextricably tied to the availability of invest investors around you, uh, availability of cash. And then, you know, people start thinking about how easy it is maybe to succeed in Silicon Valley and not so easy uh, uh, in, in some other countries. Uh, and, and if you look at the Silicon Valley as a kind of um, singularity point, if you wish, uh, when it comes to uh, venture capital, um, you see that, you know, the, it works on the basis of uh, large numbers, but at the same time, it has its spectacular uh, screw-ups uh, and its spectacular... Uh, and it's all really, really, really spectacular, like <laughs> billions of euros down the drain. Yes, yeah. So uh, if, if you compare the two, you know, it kind of uh, compounds on the excitement uh, of this. But at the same time, I think it, you know, people fail to see how it shifts focus from those brilliant people with their idea away from what they're normally doing in, in terms of product development, in terms of uh, uh, finding the right channels, in terms of utilizing the channels, you know, mentoring their people and so on. So your, your fund does it a little bit differently and, and uh, it, it has a, a very, very nice appeal to it. Can you elaborate a little bit and explain how, how that works? That, so the core is is uh, uh, I don't give a shit about an idea. I give uh, I give a lot about execution, proper execution. And and second, uh, 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 formerly it was also like if you can't uh, tell, you can't sell. But now we use growth hack tools, and growth hack tools means that you lose leverage a lot of social media uh, growth hacking techniques. 
digital marketing techniques. So your story becoming or able the ability to sell it or to tell it in a proper way becomes also less important. So I really believe in if you show the progress and, and, and you show the, 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 the fact that you are able to execute and also to grow based on the numbers, then then you should receive finance for it, funding for it. And what you now currently see, if you have the right network, if you have a nice face and you can, can tell a story proper on stage, then you receive a funding. And I think to me, it's total bullshit. Because at the end, I see more companies telling a fantastic story, but does not have the ability to execute. And, and they fail miserably. Now we, we, we all know examples. And I think it's more fair that, 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 that to fund a company that shows the ability to execute and, and, and help them grow, it's, it makes much more sense. And don't forget that we now can measure everything. We can, I can, can measure your pulse uh, of, of your heart pulse, but also your, your Google Analytics, your API, your, your, your cash flow, et cetera, et cetera. That was not possible 10 years ago. So we can now measure much more. So if you combine those, those, those three, I think it's much, makes much more sense. And, and then last but not least, don't forget that 90% of venture capital in Europe is non-performing. It, it doesn't perform as good as a, as a standard or, or the, 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 the general indexes on the, on the stock exchange. To me, that's also totally, totally ridiculous. So why the hell should I invest in a really risk, risky uh, uh, venture capital if it's underperforming uh, uh, compared to an index? And, and most of the reason is because they all... Uh, high high cost, high cost per deal, uh, a lot of due diligence, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So if you diminish all that cost and, and decrease the, the, the cost per deal, but increases the, 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 the chances of success, boom, that's venture rock. So how, how do you uh, how do you select the, the startups? How does that uh, process look like? So, uh, mind you, Roscoe, this is a, a, a first uh, a try of, of my uh, 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 vision, uh, my investment methodology, and I've talked to many investors, and they they also look at me like Mark. If you if you are able to pull this off, you will change uh, a lot of things. And let me know when it works, then I will invest. <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> That's a surprise, surprise. So, uh, but I found also a lot of people who believe in my approach, especially from the the the, the people who have a multiple uh, multiple serial and entrepreneurs, but also have invested multiple in multiple companies in the early stage. So luckily for me, I, I, I have a few people who, who are backing me up. And, 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 and I've I needed to make a focus. So I focus on changing the way companies that are changing the way we pay, finance and invest because some of the companies that I'm investing in is also partly building the technology that I need to scale uh, this, this venture capital uh, instrument. And so I said, okay, uh, what is the most important first step to uh, enter a startup? And that's always a minimal viable team. A minimal viable team of minimum of two founders and three founders. And why I saw companies failing during startup bootcamp, but also the lot of companies that I've been involved with, too many founders, yeah, four, four or five even, you see, uh, you, you see there's a lot of discussion already from start or single founders. So I said, okay, minimum viable team of two, maximum three founders. Second, 
they need to have complementary hard skills. Everybody's looking at the hacker, hipster, hustler, helper, what, what, what else? Those Silicon bullshit, Silicon Valley bullshit. But I see it from a, from a, from a soccer game perspective. You need to have a, a defender, a good midfield and a good, and a goal getter. But they need to have also the complementary soft skills. The people need to communicate with each other. They need to be able to push each other's boundaries. Uh, and if those uh, first uh, rules are not met, I'm not investing. So one, minimum viable team of two founders, of maximum three founders. Two, uh, uh, complementary hard and soft skills. And I do measure them. And thirdly, they need to have domain knowledge. That's it. Okay, that, that that sounds very promising to some, but um, you know, with your experience in startups and with your experience uh, in investing in them, um, have you maybe come to a point where you can uh, recognize a bullshitter, uh, you know, uh, from a mile? Let's put it that way. Or do you do you kind of uh, still invest your trust and and uh, uh, in them? How 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 does that work? You know, maybe maybe just to be, give a background here, uh, one of the better uh, well for me one of the better descriptions of uh, what makes a good venture capitalist is is actually you know the one that that can recognize a bullshitter from a mile away uh in in some ways and yes experience is definitely uh critical here metrics are definitely critical here and then there is a lot of kind of magic that the silicon valley people will normally pull pull around you but uh you know in those uh conceptions of people is there any truth or is this just uh, uh just a mythology so it's it's it, there's a thin line between between bullshit and a vision a visionary can 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 easily become a bullshitter uh, and 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 don't forget uh, you we are as a startup you are making something out of nothing try to do that in excel you will fail you can't make one out of a zero you can't so to get the first customers in you need to bullshit a bit because nobody wants to be your first customer everybody wants to be your second customer but if nobody wants to be your first customer you need to bullshit your way in again there's a thin line between bullshit and, 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 and visionary i've seen many many uh, bullshitters but they also need to be bullshitting but i also see a lot of fraud yeah so it's the combination of I, I only let one thing measure, and that's like, okay, show me that you're, uh, uh, show, show the ability to execute. Uh, and, 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 and if there's a, a guy, a, a good sales guy, who's able to get like a two second and third founder, who's, who are really not, not uh, trying to prevent the bullshitter from bullshitting, but also execute according it. Uh, you, there are many, many examples of, of, of people who said, I'm going to put a man on the moon. Everybody was looking at, this is a bullshitter. We all know what happened. Yeah. Um, you mentioned you have uh, some investors backing you and, and kind of backing the, the vision that you have around uh, the investment. But, um, you know, there are, I think, many competing ways now for people with money to invest in 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 different sorts of uh, uh options you know there, there there are you know bonds there are private equities there are uh banks there are different vc uh, uh visions so how how difficult is it to attract uh, uh to attract investors into a, a fund such as yours 
it, 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 so uh, um, I, I always give the advice uh, to, to, to startups when they fundraise, don't ask for money, ask for advice. Yeah, if you have asked ask for, uh, because if you ask for money, you get advice. Uh, and so, and 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 second, I I I don't focus on fundraising. I focus on the business. So the the current uh, eight ventures that we've set up, they are uh, uh, showing that our met methodology is working. They already have grown in one year uh, in such a fast speed that everybody like, holy shit, this this really works. So I'm always focusing on execution. And, 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 and if I happen to talk with an investor, I will explain what we do, show the progress. And then like, holy shit, did you do this in one year? Yes. I, I want to join. So, uh, uh, again, focus on execution. Don't fo focus on fundraising. I practice what I preach. Yeah. Well, well, and, and you are probably one of the, the rare people in this, uh, in this ecosystem that I met so focused on, on execution. Uh, so, you know, asking, uh, uh, you know, then the next question actually presents itself to me. How scalable is this, uh, uh, this principle that you're preaching? So, uh, you know, how, how many people like you would be necessary to support maybe uh, a similar fund, you know, even, even growing further and attracting uh, more startups? How, how difficult or easy is it to manage uh, that many companies, and especially if that becomes, uh, uh, if, if it starts scaling further? So in, in the core, it is the only uh, scalable way to set up venture capital because um, uh, all venture capital structures, they are all based on the general partners who have an involvement, have a board position. Uh, and and if, they have, uh, if they need to have a board position, you can have a maximum span of control of, of between eight or 10 companies. So if you have two or three or four GPs, then you already have a maxed, maxed, uh, maximum of your fund. Second, I see, yeah, so I know that on average, uh, um, VCs, they have between 30 or 40 conversations before having one investment. So if you have 40 companies that you need to invest in in, uh, in a period of five years, you need to have 2,000 conversations. Mm. Come on, guys. So <laughs> times four, 8,000 conversations. It's not scalable per definition. And I hope my structure will show it will be scalable because at the end, it will focus at first data points about the team, the main knowledge. And of course, there is always a first conversation, but second, always based on, uh, so the second investment is based on, on measurable progress uh, and, 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 and real-time auditable data. And, and, and that's, to me, the only way to scale venture capital. There's no other way, for example. Yeah, you, you mentioned that that you are supporting some of the startups that in turn support the methodology that you're uh, developing and, and have developed uh, uh, for this. So can you explain yeah. a little bit more around that? How does that uh, work and what is this uh, methodology that supports the objective measuring for, for progress of startups? So at, at first we have in Europe, we have one big problem and that's the uh, 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 legal frameworks. Every country has its own limited libel company. Uh, there is no uh, uh, uniformity in, 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 in a limited libel company in Europe. Yes, we had the UK limited, yeah, uh, but yeah, we, we both know that a lot of uh, companies from Serbia and East Europe are moving to, to London to set up a UK limited. But surprise, surprise, at the end of this year, 
they won't be a, a European company anymore. So they need to go for 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 for, for uh, an adult an alternative route. It is my strong belief that we already have a European legal framework, and that's called a cooperative. Cooperative legal framework is almost universal, uh, and let alone in, in Europe uh, uh, cross border. There is a Serbian uh, a cooperative legal framework, which is almost identical to the Dutch, Dutch cooperative legal framework. So that's one. Second, I need to measure, and based on data points, I need to make some sort of an event-based uh, payment. So based on a set of rules, I need to make sure that the money will be transferred to your funds. Currently, it's impossible. Uh, I need to put it on a, on a, on a third-party account with a lot of huge costs involved, and I don't get the auditable data. So that's also the second company that, that, that we are building. And thirdly, I strongly believe in digital securities, not using blockchain bullshit or ether bullshit, but more like in a private way, because uh, we need to store shares in some sort of a decentralized way to make sure that you've invested in the share, which has a true value. And that's the third company that we invested in. All the other companies, they have uh, a different strategy and they also have uh, different customers, but those are the three companies that I I, I've invested in already. Uh, you mentioned the uh, blockchain, and and uh, you know it gave uh, a segue for for the next question that I have. Uh, in the last year's uh, research of startup genome, uh, Serbia actually hubs Belgrade and Novi Sad were put on a map to be you know one of the uh, one of the kind of key startup hubs uh, across the world. Around sixty of them are in total. And uh, Serbia's position in blockchain and in gaming was uh, in, in top 10. And the guest before you was actually the president of the Serbian Games, Game, uh, Games Association, who actually presented quite an optimistic view about the, the, the growth of this. And yet he also mentioned that uh, gaming industry, because of uh, the fact that it is very kind of creativity based and that it has a lot of uh, multidisciplinary kind of activities layered on top of the classic business skills and classic technical skills and that uh, for for some reason it is more even more difficult uh, to kind of find investments for this, these because they either succeed completely or fail completely uh, are there any other industries that are uh, like this and would this characteristic of a certain industry or, or a subtype of, uh, of a certain group be kind of putting you off in terms of, uh, uh, you know, the likelihood of making an investment? So uh, the, 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 the first venture rock fund that we now have structured is focusing on, on fintech or paytech, uh, depends on what you're looking at. They have changed the way we pay, finance, and invest. But we already have uh, three other lined up for the future. Uh, the second one will be smart city. I really believe that we need to uh, use technology more to make our cities more sustainable. Um, uh, and that, that, that needs to have uh, not like a, a vertical view, but a horizontal view. Uh, buildings, uh, roads, uh, logistical systems, uh, last mile, logistical system, et cetera, et cetera. And then the third one will be uh, digital health. Uh, so how we can digitize now, it's now, uh, it's now more important than ever, right? And the fourth one, uh, uh, educational tech. I really believe that, 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 that current educational system is, 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 is old shit. 
we need to make it more personalized personalized learning path based on AI, but also using, uh, for instance, AR and, 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 and VR coming from the game industry. Uh, if you now in, in, in the classroom tell to, to a kid of, of six, seven years old about, about the pyramid of chaos, they're like looking at you. But if he's, he, can, he, he, he can run around with an AR on it, uh, you don't have to teach them anymore. So digital, those four, I think, will be 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 the next, uh, hopefully, the next uh, ten years to focus on. And 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 mind you, at so games is of course a huge industry, but I do think you need to put more resources in real time problems and not like uh, funny problems. Uh, thank you. And if you uh, if we try to kind of build a sketch or an algorithm around how you. Uh, found and run a successful startup. Uh, you know, if you look through Amazon, you will see you will see hundreds, if not thousands, of books. Uh, you know, create the unicorn 101 and and all sorts of uh, all sorts of books. But some of them are probably more useful. Some of them are actually part of your methodology, and some uh, uh, less so. Are there any materials uh, or books that you can recommend to our listeners that uh, that they should be uh, uh, you know browsing if they feel that they should go into the startup uh, uh, world? So as, as always, timing is critical. And what I see that people are reading books about, may I, this is a good one. So one of, the, one of the startups that we had in our program was reading a book, a book about company culture. And they're already creating a culture book for their company. And I said, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, we're creating a culture deck. So you were two founders. You haven't sent one invoice. So why the hell are you now creating a culture book? Ah, so we need better need to prepare. Guys, wait until you've created a company before you create a culture book. And so what, what you see is that a lot of people are sort of ahead of the curve. A little bit like buying a TV, right? Jump in and then read the manual after it. So timing-wise, it's really important to read the right, right, right content. So that's what we did with, with our venture development program. We put a lot of already existing content out there, but it's also important to, to read it in the, in, the, in the right way. So if you start by far, I think the best book out there is Disciplined Entrepreneurship from Bill Ollet. Bill Ollet, he has a, he, he's written a book uh, based on his experience on MIT uh, uh, and where he had a lot of companies going through and he built a 24 steps uh, to, 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 to go from zero to, to one. Fantastic book. If you are into growth, uh, there are two books. It's called uh, 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 Attraction. Um, uh, it's about how you can create, create uh, also a little bit about growth hacking, uh, but also about how you use different channels to, to experiment and, and, and about customer growth. And, and, and second, the uh, book of Aaron Ross by, uh, called Predictable Revenue. Fantastic book on how to to sort of create uh, a pipeline, a sales pipeline. And then I think the, 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 when you are in company building, there are two books from, I think one, the hard things about the hard things is uh, from, from Ben Horowitz, from Andrews and Horowitz, and Bending the Curve uh, from, uh, from Brad Feld, from, uh, from Techstars. And I think those four books are, are uh, also in that order. <laughs> yeah order is important um yeah. well thank you thank you for this uh i i have to ask uh, about the the current uh, health situation health crisis 
uh, in uh, looking at how the world is becoming digitally transformed uh, in an instant uh, in a way you know we're, we're doing this uh, via teleconferencing people are uh, used to now to work from from their homes uh, to look at their screen all day long so this has definitely propelled some of the digital companies in the stratosphere in the last uh, in the last few months and and i heard that actually zoom was at one point more valuable than all, all the airlines in the united states which is you know, obviously, the, the, the story of ups and downs. Uh, and there are many other technology companies, uh, especially in the gaming industry, for example, and in entertainment that are actually seeing a huge growth in these days. On the completely opposite spectrum of all of these are the startups that are maybe now cash poor, that are uh, still in, in a kind of very intense phase uh, of investment in order to, you know, build their channels, uh, finalize their products, uh, and so on. Uh, you know, we at the beginning of this uh, this podcast series, we were talking about what uh, does a start startup need to do? How do they need to prepare? How do they need to check their runway? What do they need? How how conscious they need to be around their cash and so on. Uh, this is now you know an old advice. You know, they, they either survive uh, the the biggest hit or or didn't. Uh, but what would you recommend them to pay particular attention to in these days? So now the kind of the, the acute part of the uh, crisis is subsiding. Uh, the lockdown is being lifted, but the economic consequences are being felt across the board uh, and across the world. Uh, so what is the, the, the right uh, kind of strategy? What, what would be the right checklist for a startup that is cash poor right now? to kind of help it uh, uh, promote their idea and, and, you know, bring it from zero point something to, to one. You know, I think those with 0 0.8 and 0 0.9 might, might be particularly hit right now. So, so uh, uh, one of the key ingredients of, of a successful company is momentum. And momentum can make or break. I personally started the company in 2000 where you could uh, 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 book a restaurant table online. And, and we built one of it was one of my failures, and and we built a huge platform. Uh, kept capable of doing everything, and then uh, we were trying trying to sell it to restaurant owners, and we have never talked to restaurant owners before. Now, guess what they said? So uh, they were looking at us like, how the hell should we uh, accept a reservation if we don't have internet in our restaurant? <laughs> okay. <laughs> And 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 uh, and and that to me was from also one of the uh, 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 pivotal moment from like okay I need to listen to the to the customers whether I'm solving a problem and 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 again yeah, so now restaurants are closed uh, 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 and and probably if I would have an engine where you book uh, a table online it was it will go go broke but then again if I would be able to pivot those restaurants into a delivery model uh, where I could help them uh, some sort of a increase in the, their revenue purely based on, on, on the delivery, then, then uh, it would be a good momentum, right? And so what I encourage a lot of founders to do is keep on talking to your current or future customers. Try to have a conversation about, okay, if it's not a problem, what's your future or what's your current problem? And try to come up with a solution. It's so incredible, incredibly important to 
keep the conversation up and running with your existing customers or future customers and listen, listen, listen to them. And I think one of the core failures that a lot of startups are making is the same failure that I made in 2000, where I did not start a conversation with my true customer, and that's the restaurant owner. And so I keep encouraging, I can't emphasize it enough to all the founders out there. Um, well, thank you so much for this conversation. Is there, is there anything that you would like to, uh, to add before we, we, we call it the break? You know, I got so many great answers from, uh, from you. Uh, and thank you so much for the conversation. So uh, 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 every crisis has its upside. Out of every crisis, uh, good companies arise. So if you're not in the right momentum for your current company, pivot and go for something else. There's a huge opportunity. The globe doesn't stop. Economy, uh, econ economies are not, are not stopping because the, the globe will, will, will go up. So make sure that you're, you benefit from, 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 from that one. That's it. Thank you so much. You're welcome.